0: Hey everyone, this is Chili. Thanks a lot for tuning in to another episode. You're like thinking, didn't you just do an episode a day ago? Uh, Probably. As I mentioned when I started this podcast, I'm going to be random. When I get a thought or something inspires me or makes me laugh, I'm just going to pop on and record a quick recording and uh, yeah, throw it out there to you guys. So today I've been thinking because honestly, I'm really missing my wife and my kids, and it's been like three weeks, and I have another 10 days to go until we are reunited here in Vermont. My wife, Netta, is amazing, and she is back in Michigan with my daughter, Zoe, and my two sons, Max and Chase, Uh, and they are packing up the house and getting all the preparations done so that we can get it loaded and get it moved here 1st of June. And so with that in mind, I'm asked a lot, uh, do you miss your wife? I bet you miss your kids. And I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> of course I do. I miss them desperately. And um man, I, I think about them all the time. I'm wondering what they're doing and and uh, trying to imagine you know what's going on and I'm missing certain events I, and my son had a track meet and a, a concert coming up and my daughter has a going away thing scheduled and there's a lot of things that I'm not being a part of because I'm here in Vermont launching Revolution Youth Community which is also really cool and awesome and so I, I was thinking about that about you know, the the loneliness factor. I think a lot of us think about it, you know, oh, I'm so lonely and uh, we can be surrounded by people and still be lonely. And um, in the middle of ministry, it's it's inevitable. In fact, in life, it's inevitable that we have seasons where, yeah, we're just not connected to people and we feel super alone. And I think it's in those times that the enemy like pounces on us, you know, he comes after us. I was reading this morning from the message in Colossians chapter one, beginning in verse 10 and then through 12, it says this. As you learn more and more how God works, you will learn how to do your work. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul. Not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It is strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy, thanking the Father who makes us strong enough to take part in everything bright and beautiful that he has for us isn 't that amazing? I love that it 's not like yeah i 'm trying to make it with my teeth gritted, but like it says, it is that glory strength it is that 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 power that spills over into joy, and maybe that 's like confusing to people even here because they 're like. If Chili missed his family, why does he seem so joyful? Why does he seem so happy? It's because I'm in the center of God's will, and so are they. And we are on this journey together, and soon we'll be reunited here. But this part of our, our calling, we share a calling. We share what God is doing. And, you know, sometimes it's difficult. It has been a really long process, really long. You know, and and I wonder for you, you know, have you ever had a hard time being patient? Of course you have. It's hard waiting for the unexpected, but it's also hard just waiting for a blessing. It's hard just waiting for for God to do what he's already said he's going to do and what he's already called you to do. And uh, I think about that sometimes like Jacob You know Jacob. It says it in Genesis twenty eight that he wrestled with God. That he that he you know had this epic moment with God. Jeez, can you imagine that? Like wrestling God? No, I'm a wrestler and I can't imagine that. Um, And and really, it's in in chapter thirty two that that it kind of gets into the full hustle. But if you back up into twenty eight and you and you take the story of Jacob, you'll see in the middle of this before the wrestling match that there was a test that he had to go through. I call it the test of solitude. You know, and and I've said this many times, there's no testimony without a test. But the test of solitude means, can God trust you when nobody's cheering, when nobody's got your back, when nobody's going, you're awesome. You know, I, I, I know that we would love every situation to be you know, fanfare and cheers and hey, this is awesome and you're incredible, but even in in this transition of ministry, um, I kinda left, you know, and it wasn't like, oh my gosh, you're so awesome and and you did such a great job, but in my heart, I knew that's what God felt and I knew I'd completed the mission and I knew that I was following in the next step, so I didn't have to hang on what somebody didn't do for me or how somebody could have let me down. No, 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 we're on the same team, and I'm not going to get bitter. I'm always going to get better. So I look at Jacob, and I think, in, in, in verse 24, it said, Jacob stayed behind by himself. This is before the wrestling. He, he, he sends away everyone else. He gets totally alone. He removes any options for, hey, you want me to get you something to eat? Hey, do you want to get a coffee? Do you, you know, all of that. He's just by himself. And he was facing the unknown. You know, he's going to face his brother in a a few days, and, and he could be killed at that encounter. It could be totally horrible. He didn't know what was up. He didn't know what the enemy was planning. He didn't know a lot of things. But he did know this. He needed some God time. He needed to hear from God. He needed a touch from God on his life. He needed wisdom, and he knew only God could help him. So he wrestled. He prayed. He pleaded. He held on all night. That's like a Hosea 12:4 thing. He, he, he wouldn't let go of God. He, he, he knew that he needed to wrestle. He knew that, that he, he had to go after it. And you know what? That requires a lot of openness. I think most of us fear loneliness. You know, we structure our time to be as full as possible. Why? Well, maybe when we are alone and unoccupied, we have to be honest with who we really are and what our thoughts really think, and what God really says. People fear that kind of intimacy with God, yet it's the very thing that they need, and that fear will just drive them from God when they need to be driven to God. Our character is revealed in whom we are when no one else is looking. So when we're busy, we can occupy the heart and the mind. When we're alone and still, it's easier for us to hear the Lord when he is speaking. And I think that kind of like getting alone is so cool. Jeannie Mayo says we turn loneliness into aloneness. And I get that. I, I think it's cool. And like I say, I call it the test of solitude. If we're Christians and we're going to be strong in the Lord, then we've got to have times when we know that we know that we know that we know that we've heard from God. We've gotta find time to be alone with him in order to have that happen. You know, Jesus modeled this in Matthew 14 and Luke 6. And you and I should never fear being alone with the Lord. He has a good plan for us. Jeremiah 29, 11 said he's got a great plan for us. But we need those Bethel moments in our life. We all need that experience. Every person that's listening to this podcast, you need to be able to recall a time when God personally spoke to you, when God touched your life, when you received your salvation and, and your forgiveness, when you repented. You gotta have that defining moment. But you know what? For many of us, that's where it stops. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I accepted Jesus. It was awesome, and I met him. And it's like the greatest, happy, most wonderful day of our life was the day we got saved. But I think it should be, today. And then tomorrow should be better and it should get better and better because you're in a relationship with God, not a one night stand. And where you met God is, is irrelevant to the fact that how you met God, you stopped, you opened, you let him in. He'll meet you. And if you just find those lonely times, sometimes the lonely times find you like me right now. I I have a month without my family and a month before the ministry is really going But in that time, I am just surrounded by nature. It's like God, the great artist, is like creating things for me to look at and and respond to in every direction. But I don't want to stop by going, man, I had this really cool time with God once. In fact, let me share a journal entry from many years ago. I want to tell you what God's doing every day. I don't want to be like those people that, you know, never seem to be able to produce anything good for God's glory. You know, we got to have the Bethel experience like Jacob. He had the ladder. He had the vision. But we also have to have the, I need to get a hold of God, and I'm not letting go. And you know, it says, finally, after all night wrestling, God touched his hip, and, and he let him go. He wrestled with God all night, and he didn't die. And God touched his hip socket. You know what it meant? It meant from that day on. Jacob walked different. Shouldn't that be our testimony? From the moment we met Jesus and we really got a hold of God, we walked different. And there's been a few times in my life where I had to get alone all over again and wrestle it out, stay up all night, seek his face, pound the floor, cry out. God patiently lets us come to the end of ourselves, so that he can begin again. His purpose and its destiny in our lives. That's all I wanted to share with you today. And look at this. I kept it under 12 minutes. You guys, you're amazing. And maybe you're surrounded by noise. Maybe you've, you know, got no one around and you feel incredibly lonely. Man, let the test of solitude bring you into a one-on-one with God. Get a hold of him and don't let go until there's a blessing, until you walk differently. You'll be forever changed by that. I'm praying for this for you, and I'm believing for this. Have a great afternoon or evening or whenever you listen to this and know that you got somebody in your corner. If you'd like to talk more with me, email me at chili, C-H-I-L-L-Y, at revolutionyouth.co. Chili at revolutionyouth.co. Love you. Look forward to talking with you again. Peace.